So constantly be, be, be your biggest voice of criticism. Always look for your feedback and, always, and ask your friends, ask your family, ask any, anybody, what is wrong with my site and try to make improvements daily. Welcome to Honest E-Commerce, where we're dedicated to cutting through the BS and finding actionable advice for online store owners. I'm your host, Chase Clymer. And I believe running an online business does not have to be complicated or a guessing game. If you're struggling with scaling your sales, Electric Eye is here to help. To apply to work with us, visit electriceye.io slash connect to learn more. Now let's get on with the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Honest E-Commerce. I am your host, Chase Clymer. And today, we're doing another in our Founders series. Uh, welcoming to the show, Chris Mead. Chris comes to us from CrossNet Game. Uh, well, you know what? what's the actual title of the business, I guess? Yeah, good question. Uh, yeah, so there's Chris from CrossNet. Uh, CrossNet Game was the only free space when you're going to get an Instagram account. So... Uh... We've branded everything at CrossNet Game since uh, we launched the company. But it's yeah. So, but the company is CrossNet. Yeah, correct. Yeah, CrossNet. Awesome. So, for those that aren't in the know about this awesome uh, sport yeah. per se, uh, you let, let them kind of let them know what I guess. Let them know what uh, what it is that you guys sell and kind of like where the idea came from. Uh, so we created the world's first four way volleyball game. So it is literally just what it sounds like. It's a four way volleyball net. They intersect, and uh, there's tons of different uses for the game. But uh, essentially, how it came to be uh, was our friend Mike, which one of our me and my brother Greg's childhood best friend, came over one night on a winter break. Just graduated Northeastern with an engineering degree, refused to get that nine to five job, and he's like, "I want to be an entrepreneur." We're like, "All right, let's try to make it work." So we uh, we stayed up all night, and we were just writing ideas down on a piece of paper. Most of the ideas were pretty garbage. And about 300 ideas later was a four-way volleyball net. We quickly uh, did a Google search, tried to find anything on the internet for a four-way volleyball net, and nothing came up. So quickly, the next morning, we woke up and we went to Walmart, rigged two nets together, and uh, got a manufacturer out in China. And here we are two years later doing over $2 million in sales. That's wild to me that you guys were just like, we need to come up with a good idea. Brainstorm. Yeah, we were. Uh, we lived in a. Grew up in a farm town in Connecticut. Super, super small town. Like, if you want to go to the movie theaters, it's almost an hour drive. Gas stations a half an hour away. So, uh, it was a really boring winter night, and we're like, let's just hang out, watch ESPN, and uh, come up with a new idea. That's 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 fantastic. And then I, you know, I just want to point it out for people that didn't catch it because you were kind of talking a little bit quick there. The company is two years old. Yep. And you guys just closed out uh, Black Friday, Cyber Monday for 2019. I know this is going to come out next year in 2020. Uh, but what are the projections looking like for gross sales this year? Yeah. So for gross sales this year, uh, we are looking at actually. I just received an order about 25 minutes ago. Our gross sales uh, for 2019 should be 2.2 million dollars. So from zero to 2.2 million in two years, from idea to you know this is a real business per se. <laughs> you know, no one can argue with that. Yeah. So let's go back to the beginning. So this is gonna be a fun one. So the, you guys got the you guys got this idea. You've realized it was good, and then you found uh, a manufacturer to help you with it. 
Um, what from there? You've got a product now. You have no market. You have no audience. What are you doing? Yep. So we got a manufacturer to uh, to create the four way volleyball game. Uh, they sent it over to us. We'd immediately test it out. Product would not stand up. Uh, this was a this issue happened. This issue happened. So we went back with about five rounds of revisions to get what we thought was a, a sellable, good product to market. On the opposite end of the spectrum, I was working on learning Shopify. This was the first time I was really using Shopify. I went to film school. I'm not a programmer. Not really wasn't too tech savvy in designing websites. So I learned Shopify from scratch. So tons of learning lessons I've learned over the last two years building the company. But we uh, we built a pretty good website. Uh, probably now it looks terrible compared to where we're at right now. But uh, we we started getting some good content and just went for a launch. And nothing happened. Nobody bought a net. It was really a sad launch. And we're like, all right, something's got to give. We go to the beach, 300 people line up to play and they they stare at it. We finally got some really good content and ran ads on it and traffic started coming in overnight. Oh, that's that's amazing. So you did all these revision rounds. How long was that part of the process? Um, that process probably took about 8 months to get a really, really good product uh, finalized that would stand up, work functionally, uh, and also for us to design the packaging as well. Awesome. And then how long did it take you guys to build uh, you know, the MVP of the website and just say, it's good enough, let's launch this? Yeah. I mean, pretty much throughout that time frame. Uh, the one thing that most uh, entrepreneurs will know is before you can launch your site, you need to have some pretty good content. If not, it's just going to look really like a skeleton. So when we kept getting newer and newer models of the game, uh, we'd always make sure to go out and get some really good photography and video. So once that eight-month period kind of ended, we had a, a pretty good website that we were comfortable launching. Awesome. And then, so what was the launch strategy that resulted in an amazing zero? <laughs> <laughs> um, essentially, we had just been hyping it up on our own personal pages, uh, growing this little cross net Facebook group. Uh, and, and we thought, hey, we had our friends all loved it. Everyone was having a good time. And we thought everyone would support it. It was a $150 product, uh, which now we've learned is a very expensive for e commerce. Uh, people are usually flipping $10, $30 products. So, 150 was pretty pricey. So we hit launch. Uh, I think maybe that day we got 30 site visitors. It was not too impressive. Cool. So I got I got two things from that that I want to pull out. One, and this is for any entrepreneur out there, your friends and family are going to be so nice to you, even if you have the dumbest idea in the world. Yep. Uh, so you need to get feedback from real people that you don't know. Exactly. And your friends and family might not actually pull out their checkbook. Even if they've been telling you they're going to the whole time. Oh yeah, absolutely. And then uh, the second thing that I wanted to say was, oh man, I'm now I'm drawing a blank. <laughs> it'll, it'll probably come back to me. All right, so you guys finally, uh, you know, you got the site launched. Nothing's going on. You go to the beach and you get a bunch of this content, and then you start doing ads. Are you guys doing the ads yourself? Was that trial and error too? Uh, how, how was that? Yeah, tons of trial and error. A lot of lessons learned. But essentially what happened was we, we started the company with only one net, right? And we quickly realized if we could get more nets out into the world, we would create a similar response to what happens when we go to the beach. Whenever we set this game up, whether it was like two years ago or if I go do it in 20 minutes after we finish talking, I will get a crowd of people staring at the game because they've never seen a four-way volleyball game before. And the way the, the game works is it's four square rules, which uh, mixed with volleyball. 
So it's a free-for-all elimination style, every man for themselves, and you play to 11 points and you win by two. So awesome. I want to play this game. Yeah, it's a good time. So the more nets we knew we could get out into the world, the more like traction and buzz we could get and start really getting some momentum. So we sent out nets to influencers and just also people in the volleyball community that we knew would actually use the product and have a good time. And then we started really having content that we can monetize from. Let's be honest today. All of your customers are going to have questions. And what are you doing to manage all those questions? Do you have a help desk for your business? One of our sponsors of today's episode is Gorgeous. And Gorgeous is the number one rated help desk for e-commerce. It integrates seamlessly with Shopify. We have installed it on a bunch of stores. It's also used by brands like Movement and Rothy's. And what it does is it takes all of your customer insights and information, brings it into one amazing dashboard so you can solve their problem as quickly as possible. If you want to give Gorgeous a try, visit gorgeous.link slash honest. That's G-O-R-G-I-A-S dot L-I-N-K slash H-O-N-E-S-T to get your second month free. So I remembered what I wanted to say, which was uh, where you guys established your price point and it being more difficult. And I actually applaud you for doing that because lower priced products you have less of a margin uh-huh. to where you can hardly afford to invest in marketing and still be a profitable company you can hardly afford to invest in cons- like in like uh people to help you grow your business as well because your margin's so razor thin exactly uh so having having a product where you have a healthy margin um you know $100 $200 $300 product what have you um, you know, maybe your margin's eighty percent, but that eighty percent is made up by the brand value and having something that people like and having a brand behind it. That's how you get away with charging charging more, and then you get to have the ability to hire people to help you or invest in growth through like paid strategies. Exactly. Yeah, and it was a lesson learned, right? We did not start with one hundred and fifty. We started with a hundred. Uh, we thought about. We knew our production cost. Uh, we knew our shipping cost. And we're like, 100 seems feasible. But then our whole goal, besides our e-commerce channel, is also to have our game sold in stores as well. So we quickly learned that wholesalers needed a margin. And we kind of forgot about that when we priced it at 100 So we had to bump it up to 150 to work in margins for wholesalers. And we saw that the conversion did not change too much. People who wanted our game were still going to buy it. And then 150 gives us room to discount or provide upsell, excuse me, not upsells, but uh, motivation to for customers to actually purchase and make it from a Facebook ad to an actual impulse buy if they need. Oh yeah, that's amazing. So let's talk about now. Uh, we just had Black Friday, Cyber Monday. Uh-huh. So pull pull back. What was your what was your strategy uh, last week? What were you guys? Where were you spending your time? What were you investing your uh, your energy in for this Black Friday? You're saying yeah. Uh, so. Yeah, it's been about almost a full month of strategy going into this Black Friday. Uh, we knew what we did in 2018. Uh, I think I was looking at the numbers for Black Friday 2018. We made $6,000. And I mean, back then that was cool. But uh, where we're at right now, that was kind of laughable for how we did this Black Friday and Cyber Week. So we had a, uh, we're sold on Target.com. So we had a huge push. Uh, Target offered us to be one of their doorbuster sales. There's not many doorbuster 
deals that Target offers. So having CrossNet be one of the hundred products that were selected uh, was really, really crazy. So there's a lot of push to target.com, but also push to our own.com because we make more money on our own website. So I had tons of email newsletter, newsletters created. Uh, we have a subscriber base of almost 70,000 uh, emails in our base. So we're constantly selling to them, providing them value, making them feel like they're missing out by not playing what is a really fun game. And then also spiking up our Facebook and our Google ads and also Instagram and Twitter ads as well. That's amazing. And then so uh, it could, are you allowed to share with me the numbers that you guys did this year? Yeah, we did about half a million dollars in four days. That is amazing. So, you know, a little bit more than $6,000. Yeah, just a little bit. What did you guys end up paying in uh, paid media, if you don't mind me asking? Um, in that four days, I want to say less than 30K. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And then we're... So I'm, I'm assuming a lot of this was coming from your, your email marketing? Yeah, a lot from email marketing. And a lot of people just... We, we run Facebook ads throughout the year. Uh, we, we're running the same ads over and over. We have a really high quality video of Olympic, Olympian athletes playing the game. So people are seeing it in their newsfeed. There's millions of views, thousands of shares. So people are constantly seeing it. And then it was at that Black Friday cyber moment. Okay, it's time to finally buy. Yeah, plus I'm assuming there was a deal going on. Yeah, and we did have a deal going on. It, was, it wasn't too much. It was 15 bucks off, but... It was what our margins allowed us to do. And yeah, it, it went really well. We're really proud of what happened. No, no, I, I would I would be proud of that as well. Um, so another thing that I kind of want to talk about that you mentioned here in, in the notes was uh, how to optimize you know, a site for conversion. So what, what are some of the stuff that you guys are taking into consideration with like the choices you make on your Shopify store? Yeah. So one, one thing I've learned, and I've been a, a big advocate of this to any entrepreneur I talk to who's creating a website or a business, create a lead capture funnel uh, by snagging an email in any way possible. Uh, there's people that... There, there's probably thousands of customers that we didn't capture early on in our business that we could still be selling to to this day. So I probably lost our company tons of money by not capturing those emails. So if you're spending money on getting people to your site, be doing everything possible to to collecting their email, and then from there, uh, I really I love that we have a flow uh, of emails that go out to our customers when we get them into our system. So they they are offered a discount code. They are then offered a reminder to use that code, and then an email telling them how much fun they're having and a cool video about how they should be playing CrossNet. So they're constantly getting messages, sales, and also value to ultimately convert. And those touch points we did not have all early on. Yeah, I'm a huge believer in the welcome series uh, and making sure that you're you're making that that connection and, and giving value and just honestly sometimes just explaining what the company is and what the product is is, is that's helpful to the customer. Yeah. Uh, what are you guys using to run your email marketing? Uh, so we were using Privy, uh, which was a very affordable Shopify app, uh, and we just switched over to Klaviyo. We're going to be like fully operating on them in 2020. So we're kind of in in a uh, we're transitioning right now from Privy to Clavio. Yeah, Clavio is a baller. Uh we uh we're Clavio Gold partners over here and if if you were one of our clients I would have got you on Clavio. Like it'd been the first thing. I'd be like are we, are we, I'm not even going to let you sign unless you agree to do this cuz it's going to just going to make you money. <laughs> yeah. We were we uh we use Privy because we we are a 100% self-funded company. It's just three of us 
literally strapped up a bunch of cash in our bank account to create the company. So everything and anything we do is typically lean. So Privy was a much affordable uh, solution for us at the time. But now now that we're kind of, we've leveled up uh, several <laughs> levels in the last 12 months. So it's time for Clavia. Yeah, no, I, I agree there. Um, I think that Privy is a fantastic product. Um, and it, it definitely solves for that small business. I think that uh, especially now where they have the email capabilities, um, it and it kind of goes into a place in the market where MailChimp kind of like fell out. Yeah, for real. So I th- I think that it, it's an amazing product, but when you like you said, once you level up and you're looking to step your game up, the automations and stuff, and just the level of finesse you can get with Clavio is awesome. Hundred percent. Awesome. Speaking of apps, uh, we also had I, so we we've had Privy on the podcast before, and we've also had Cart Hook on the podcast. So we've had we've had, you know we had their CEO on, and he was obviously oh really he was obviously singing praises. Cool. Let's hear it from your end. Yeah, I love it. We uh, we just implemented it about a month ago, and uh, yeah, our, our checkout. I mean, essentially, obviously, a lot you know how it works, but essentially, what it does is it takes our checkout from a three-click checkout where you have to type in your shipping and billing and then your credit card to now just being one page. And at $150 price point, there's going to be some hesitation. I mean, there's hesitation. I just bought concert tickets about 10 minutes ago. And there was hesitation on a four-step Ticketmaster checkout. So eliminating that question mark of, Oh, should I buy this later? Oh, should I even buy this? Has been huge. We implemented it right before the holidays, which was great. And we've seen our conversion increase almost a full percentage point, which in 2020 will be hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah, that's amazing. And now have you guys even gone down the rabbit hole of uh, doing upsells? Yeah. So we have upsells. You could purchase... So when you do buy one CrossNet, you could buy an additional one for $125, uh, which is about 25 bucks off. At that point, we kind of justified the discount because we've already paid the marketing uh, to get that purchase. So we were pretty much making tons of profit off that 125. And then also we have product insurance. In- we offer product insurance on your net. If it doesn't re- come to your house safely, we will 100% refund your purchase and make sure you're a very happy customer. So it's a nice $5 upsell and we end up making some good money off of that. Awesome. Yep. I love that stuff. And you know what? Um, I really enjoy small SKU lines for, for clients just because it's like you then you get to like really think about the funnel and like think about how to sell just like the flagship product or products. And it's like a lot more just streamlined of a of an approach. So I just think that's it's it's fun. It's a different type of challenge. Exactly. Awesome. So, uh, hey, Chris, before uh, I kind of let you go here, first of all, let's get the URL again just for anyone that's interested in the product because it is a super cool product. Yeah, crossnetgame.com, a uh, combination of Foursquare and volleyball. Set it up indoors, outdoors, grass, beach, anywhere. Guarantee it'll be the most fun you've had in a long time. Awesome, awesome. And then before before I let you go, is uh, is there anything that y- we haven't touched on today that you think would be valuable to share with the audience? I will share it to the audience. Constantly be looking at your analytics and look at your conversion. Don't be afraid to make tweaks to your website. Uh, I meet a lot of entrepreneurs who just are not constantly looking at even the smallest things. I go on my website every day and I'll find just the smallest little tweak, whether it's adding a bit of space here or putting an image here or moving a logo around uh, and be constantly checked 
making those changes because if you're noticing it, there's going to be a, a pickier customer out there who's not buying from you. I met with somebody today, like, if I can't trust your website, if I don't think your website looks good, I'm not going to give you my money. So constantly be, be, be your biggest voice of criticism. Always look for feedback and, always, and ask your friends, ask your family, ask any, anybody, what is wrong with my site and try to make improvements daily. Yeah, I see that all the time. Uh, Especially with newer businesses, they kind of let their you know your site is your first impression. So sometimes, like there's arguments. Well, design doesn't matter. Well, it does to a point where if your site looks like bad, how am I supposed to trust your business? Exactly. Awesome. Hey, Chris, dude, thank you so much for coming on the show today. You know what? I would love to have you back around this time next year just to see like what year three rings for you guys. Yeah, I would absolutely love it. Awesome. Cool. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. I cannot thank our guests enough for coming on the show and sharing their journey and knowledge with us today. We've got a lot to think about and potentially add into our businesses. Links and more information will be available in the show notes as well. If anything in this podcast resonated with you and your business, feel free to reach out and learn more at electriceye.io slash connect. Also, make sure you subscribe and leave an amazing review. Thank you.